Okay. Episode 5 of the ADHD Chronicles. Feeling good about this one. Now, you know, one thing that I haven't really explained is the name. Um, I, I have ADHD. Well, I think I may have explained it in episode 1. Whatever. Um, I drank a bit of pre-workout. This stuff is delicious, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't have an affiliation with Rise Energy, but I tell you what, it's amazing at keeping you up all night. So I don't know if that's a selling point for you or a feature, but if you're looking for some pre-workout that will keep you up all night long, in a good way, you know, you could just, you have the capability of staying up all night doing whatever you want, Rise uh, pre-workout, uh, my suggestion is the Ring Pop flavor is amazing. It's actually fantastic. Suggested all day long. No no notes. The only well actually you know what I do have a note. Um when the when your water starts getting very low, there's a bit of graininess. Uh like very thick grains of pre workout and I'm not sure what it is. It might be the stem part of it. Um but it, that's that's my one note. But other than that, it's amazing. Absolutely perfect. Cannot recommend it more. So that is on staying up all night, which I do all of the time when grinding some workout, doing all sorts of stuff. I know it's a bad habit, but, you know, it's what I do. So that's how things go. So what am I currently working on? Well, as it stands, we're working on some discount codes, some affiliation, like I, like I was working on the affiliate program in the last episode. Uh, well, that's complete. It's done. But I'm working on some discount codes along with some uh, potential marketing creativity or creatives, I guess, for said affiliate program. But that that is where I'm at with Velocity. Uh, one thing that I'm definitely going to do between now and the next episode is hopefully get another chapter of the Wealth Guide done. And I haven't mentioned anything about the Wealth Guide, uh, or gone into anything with the Wealth Guide, is I want to make sure it's good, you know. Uh, I haven't, uh, of course I'm not going to mention any chapter names specifically, because I may reorganize some things. But, one thing for certain is that, um... You know, it's, it's really just building on the idea that long-term wealth is more possible than you think it is. A lot of people want to say that drop shipping is, is the key, you know, or affiliate marketing is the key. You know, affiliate marketing is great if you're already an influencer, and drop shipping is great if you already have a brand. And all of these other side hustles, well, this isn't a side hustle. This is investing, and this is how you can take advantage of good financial methods and tools and build wealth for you, your children, your family, whoever you want to leave it to. It's really just the key, you know? Um, and all you, you I, I can give you the key, but you have to use the key to unlock the possibilities. You know, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm coming up with here. That's what I'm saying. And if you can pick up that, then you can pick up generational wealth right there. Easy. Now, well, actually, the process isn't easy. It's very hard. But the idea of it, the concept, if you can grasp the concept, then you can put it into action and you can change your life. 
You can you or you can change the trajectory of your life, not your life, but not your life directly, but the trajectory of your life. The idea of being able to retire in your fifties or forties, or you know, if you work hard enough, even your thirties. All of those possibilities are real, but you have to work very, very hard to get there, and it is not a easy uh, road. So one thing that I go into specifically um, is, you know, budgeting. A lot of people don't know how to budget anymore. You know, 10% of your income max should be going to your vehicle, right? 10%. And that's, that's like a vehicle payment, okay? So if you're spending or if your income is like 4000 bucks a month, then you have about 400 to play with on a car. And ideally, you're fitting your insurance into that too. It's, it's difficult. Uh, very difficult. But, you know, maybe possibly I create a little mini season of the ADHD Chronicles that just kind of goes into each chapter and or uh, guides about wealth building, possibly. I'm not 100% set on that one. I kind of like the idea of just getting... Uh, thrown across the room in my mind just speaking on random things that's what I had even said to my dad is that you know it's just random stuff whatever I'm thinking about it's not you know there's no rules here and I think that that kind of makes this a a podcast that won't really uh, die in the standard way you know they're in the way that like I run out of content um, you know I, I can talk about what I'm thinking about for for a very long time. Now, I may run out of stories, but that's when I'll have to start getting creative with things. You know, go make some more stories. It's not that hard to go make a story. There's some stories that I'm going to wait until much deeper in the season or possibly seasons to tell uh, due to their their origin and due to their actions. Overall, just the story itself the contents of the story, I, you know, some of them I need to wait. They're they're funny stories, and they're they're intriguing, but they definitely, some of them have to be put on hold at least for a little bit. And you know, I remember there was that spring break we were painting uh, urinals or around urinals. We were painting one brick around urinals, and we were talking about me and one of the people I work with was talking about how to cook mushrooms, onions. You know, we were just talking about cooking in general. And, you know, me and him, we can talk about cooking all day long. It's, it's great, you know. It's fun to talk with somebody about cooking that can enjoy cooking. And they, they cook. You can tell they cook and they have a passion for it. It's great. You know, and they had spoke about sautéing onions, getting a little bit of that caramelization on them, and spreading that caramelization on some uh, baked mushrooms. I think he, because he was talking about how he got some big old portobello mushrooms and poured the caramelized onion on top, and it was delicious. And I tell you what, I really like some caramelized onions with a little bit of mushroom gravy. Some mushrooms and a steak. I tell you what, that's delicious right there. And if you cook it right, that will be one of the best meals ever. And, 
you know, this particular person, he can talk just about as long as for as much as I could. So I think one day, potentially, if I could convince him, we might be able to get him as a guest. And I think that that would be wonderful because we, you know, and that might not just be a one-episode thing. You know, me and him could talk for probably four hours before giving out. And uh, so I think that could be a multi-podcast kind of thing or a, a mini-series. And I'm thinking mini-series might be for guests, you know, because typically as a pattern here, I've made all these episodes about 30 minutes long. Well, 30 minutes isn't really long enough to have a good conversation with somebody, you know. You can talk, but you can't get an understanding of things, uh, a big understanding of things. And, uh, you know, aliens, really. I'm, I, you know, that's what I've been thinking about, too, is like, it, are aliens real? No, I don't think so. But there's been a lot of sightings. And you've got to think, it might not be aliens. You know, it might just be hobos. Where do they go at night, you know? Where do they go? We don't know where they go. Do they go get the... In the are they the aliens? You know? Because we don't know. We don't know for certain, you know? It could just be people who are messing with people. It's just pranksters. Yep. Pranksters. They want to mess with us. And they're doing a good job because they get all these reportings and they're getting, you know, we got Space Force now and... You know, all that junk, if they were messing with us and that was just a big old practical joke, man, they're doing a great job. That's great. That's good stuff right there. But yeah, I don't think 30 minutes is long enough to hold a, a thorough conversation with somebody. I think that is is way too short. So many series, series with potential guests could be much more interesting than just one 30-minute episode. Because I don't like it when episodes are longer than 30 minutes. That's, that's a strenuous uh, conversation. At least, it's a strenuous talk from me, I guess. At least when I'm by myself. You know, when it's just me talking and I, it's just me doing the podcast, it's very strenuous to think for 30 minutes. You know, I'm not a big thinker. I'm not. But... I think about a couple things. In particular, I like Jimmy Buffett. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Great song. And uh, who who makes Your Man? Who, who, uh, who sings that? Let's pull that up. Your, uh, your Man. Josh Turner. That's a great song right there. Your Man. I sing that every day. At least once a day. It's a great song. Michael Jackson's good, too. I like some Deftones, uh, you know, I like some Nirvana. I like Bruno Mars too, you know, it's just a wide variety with me. I, I can't really get enough of any kind of music. It's n neither here nor there with me. And uh, and I definitely think that's reflected in my personality, you know, I'm just all over the place. And I think that's that's reflected in a lot of people's personality. You know, if you get to the point where you're just listening to hardcore rap every song that you listen to, I kind of feel like you're a boring person to be around. You just got to act like you're all tough all the time. That's, that's, that's annoying. You know, that gets on my nerves. I can't stand people who are just serious all the time. You can't have no silly side. 
You can't be silly none of the time. Are you for real? That's ridiculous, man. I gotta be silly at least 10% of my day. 30% sleeping, 10% being silly. And I don't know where the, the rest of the 60% goes. That's kind of just out there. Um, but for sure. For sure. You know, possibly a mini-series um, of, you know, if we sit down for 30, three hours and talk, you know, we break it up into six different episodes. And maybe it doesn't have to be a mini-series. Maybe it's just uh, kind of put into the main season and we just have 30-minute episodes come out and release accordingly. And like I said in the last episode, I'm thinking Wednesday and Sunday, and I'm actually thinking that's going to be a pretty good schedule, a pretty solid one, because like I said, I, I can kind of keep this up. This is fun. It's good to talk about, and it's good to, to or not talk about, but talk. You know, it's good to, uh, you know, you're kind of thinking here where uh, you're actively thinking about what you want to you want to say it's you know it and it's not there's at least from my point of view there's no pressure you know it's not a big deal um it it's just another another tuesday or i think today's thursday so well now it's friday you know because yeah it's it's one o'clock in the morning so i think it's friday yeah it's friday so the thing is is that I don't see it as a high-stress moment to make these. For sure, it's not. So, the idea that we have to, you know, set a certain rule as to when they come out, you know, I don't I don't 100% like that. That's why it's got on there, there is no set schedule. If one comes out on Wednesday, cool. If one comes out on Sunday, that's cool. But... You know, 30-minute episodes, those are easy, you know. I'm not saying that I want to do anything longer because I think 30 minutes of me is sufficient. You know, from a personal standpoint, like, I, you don't need to listen to me for more than 30 minutes in a three- or four-day span. You can wait. You know, that's kind of my point of view. And, you know, there's one thing. I've got a lot of country family, and when I hang out around them a lot that country accent and that country twang just kind of comes out a lot, a lot more. And uh, it also comes out when I'm, I guess, kind of tired. You know, but I ain't tired. Like I said, that rise pre-workout's amazing. So I ain't really tired. It's just that that country twang's coming out. I don't know if it's a progressive thing where it gets a little bit worse, but I can definitely kind of feel it. And then I started hearing it, and then I'm mentioning it, which makes it a little bit worse, and I feel like it's making it more notable. But I've got a lot of country family. Now, in particular, I remember this one time, me and my uncle and my dad, well, me and my dad came over to uh, his parents' house, and my uncle had trapped a uh, raccoon. You know, we named him Rocket. You know, but we let him go. But he was real finicky. I, you know, we we may or may not have had a stick, and we may or may not have poked him. But he was rabid, man. He was like a rabid dog. So I think we gave him a piece of cheese and left. But that was fun. I remember very in particularly 
that I had hid up under that porch one time because, you know, I was running, you know. And running is fun, you know. I've done 5Ks before. 5Ks are fun, too. I enjoy running, you know. And you run too long and you just kind of get distracted. You're in your own mind. It's like making a podcast. If you talk for so long, you kind of just get into it. You aren't even thinking anymore. You're just kind of talking. And I think that might be reflected in some of the things that I say where it just jumps from one side of the room to the other. But that's a part of the podcast. That's the ADHD side of this stuff. And then the Chronicles, that's the story the story side of things, and I've got stories. It's crazy because I've got so many stories that's so young. That's what fascinates me is that I can tell you about that time that I found this cult of frogs, you know, and I really did. You know, there was this rock that they, they were like five or six frogs on, you know, and they were all just kind of hanging out. A little odd, but it's just the way frogs are. You know, they, they just kind of surround each other. You know, what was really fun, I was in Boy Scouts at one point in my life. And, uh, you know, when, you, when you're in Boy Scouts, you go, you go on them camping trips. And that was one of the reasons why I ended up quitting, because they didn't go on enough. And I enjoy that. You know, I had brought a shovel in order to dig holes for my feces. The bathroom... Or they had a porta potty, I guess, but it wasn't. It was they called it the bathroom. It was a porta potty, and then they had like temporary showers set up because we were there for I think four days. And if you don't take a shower for four days, yeah, you yeah, man, you need some help because even though we're meant to be Boy Scouts, that's gross. You need to be no take a shower. You're all fifteen years old. Y'all smell like bo and cheese, so. You know, I figured that the walk to the porta potty that was five minutes outside of camp was a little inconvenient, so I brought a shovel to scrape my feces into uh, little holes that I had dug. So somewhere out on a campsite, I have uh, feces holes dug. I dug about five of them prior to uh, us sleeping the first night. I used four of them, and one of them stayed empty, So, which is kind of concerning why I used. Well, it's not. Because that first night I didn't use one, so I guess I just planned it based on the nights. You know, I learned how to uh, sail a boat there, you know, because I can sail boats. Like sailboats, not like not like motorboats, because motorboats are pretty easy. You just hit the gas and go. I can sail a boat. I know how to navigate the waters and the winds. I learned how to do that. And then, you know, I kind of want a sailboat after doing that. I've always wanted a sailboat after doing that. It was real fun. But, yeah, I know how to sail a boat. I'm, I'm actually certified to sail a boat. So that's definitely one of the things that's very interesting is that I've got certifications for stuff I ain't never used. And I don't necessarily want to use them, but some of them are very interesting. You know, I'm actually certified to do... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's oil changes right now. I'm certified to do oil changes as well, which will come in handy with velocity, but, you know, it's it's definitely something that's it's interesting. And it's definitely something that Boy Scouts allowed me to go into, you know. 
and that's one thing that's beneficial about going into that is it opens up opportunities to get certified for things like that. And we aren't just talking about the little badge they give you. We're talking about the actual certificate here. Now, I don't know where it's at and if I can ever go back and get it, but or if I'll have to do the program again, you know, but that's fine. You know, sailing boats is fun. You know, they just kind of, hey, here's how you tie this up. You need to tie this up, and if the wind's going this way and you want to go this way, send your sail that way. It's like, all right. And then I ended up getting hit in the chest with the, uh, what's the thing that the sail swings on? I can't remember what it's called. But, uh, you know, I was all out there on my own. I, I think I have a picture of it somewhere, but it's it's something that, you know, you don't you don't really think about every day. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I can sail a sailboat, but it's true. You know, if I wanted to be a pirate, I could be a pirate. And, you know, there was that one time we were all out on the water, me and my cousin and my grandpa, we were all out on the water, and, you know, I was probably 11, and we were on hit on uh, my cousin's speedboat. We were just tearing up the water, going crazy fast, and I was... Uh, on this little raft, and I was hanging on by one arm, kind of just slinging, and there was these girls, and I was like, I just put my hand up, like, oh, yeah, call me, and then my grandpa just slowed down, I was like, no, don't slow down, that's a bad move, that's awkward, man, and then they all just kind of started laughing, but, uh, I, well, I don't know what made me think about that, maybe boats, Boats-wise, you know, I've eaten a sandwich after it's been dunked in that lake water, Lake Altoona. That's nasty water right there. You don't you don't eat stuff that comes out of that water. I wouldn't, you know. You're going to have to boil it. Boil it or just make a new one. You know, you get a fish out of there, just make a new one. It's safer. Why even? It's disgusting. And uh, that one little fishing spot, man, nobody, nobody catches nothing there but people always go fishing there i remember that was that one time when we went to a garage sale and we found just boxes of baseball cards and i ended up getting one of the you know those big old 30 gallon storage containers i got a 30 gallon storage container of a dead man's baseball cards which they're they're my baseball cards now but they were this guy it was an estate sale this particular garage sale but you know i ended up getting those same with NASCAR, you know, I've got a Dale Earnhardt signed cigarette plate. It's pretty cool. But, you know, it's just, it's like an artifact at this point. Can't do nothing with it. You don't, you don't kind of sell those things. Those are, those are things that are just artifacts of history. You know, I've always wanted to go up to Bowling Green, Kentucky and see the uh, Corvette Museum. And I don't necessarily want to go to see the Corvettes, but the Tale of the Dragon, that right there, that would be a blast. I would love to go up that road. Really, all of the mountain roads going up to tennis or Kentucky, those are all beautiful roads. I don't want to uh, just go, go the highway. I want to take the scenic route. And from here, you know, it's about a 24-hour there and back trip, so it's actually not that bad. But you know, 24 hours of driving, God, that's a lot, and I can't, I can't, I can't really uh, 
fathom doing that trip until I'm at least 18 because, uh, you know, getting a hotel is kind of tough and, uh, you know, Airbnb is there and it's expensive. Um, one thing I'm kind of excited about is next year painting, you know, painting is going to be fun. Painting and teaching other people how to paint, you know, I've done it before, I've taught many people how to paint, I've given many people the opportunity to paint for me, but I've got a lot of people lined up to paint this next coming up summer, and, uh, you know, we're going to get something rolling here, and even if there isn't that much painting work, we knock it out in a couple weeks, we're going to find something, you know, we're all going to make that money, we're going to get on it. Very fascinating, fun stuff, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, the idea of next summer. It's it's interesting. It's definitely uh, it's something that gets you a little excited. And a lot of things in my life are very exciting right now, which is something that I have to make sure that I maintain the modest mindset of, you know, all of this stuff is the result of your your work, and you know, it's it's not all just uh, chance or possibility. Like this could happen. Well, anything could happen, but. Uh, a lot of the things that are happening and have been happening are the result of a lot of all-nighters and things that have occurred. So, you know, you just got to be grateful for the opportunities and the what's been and the successes. But I tell you what, I do believe in one conspiracy theory. I do believe in one, and I, I do believe that alligators and crocodiles. They never said, uh, so long, crocodile, and after after later, alligator. You know, they were never really that close, I don't think. I don't think that they were that close as, as a species. You know, I think one day they were just like, nah, man, we don't, we don't mess with you no more. And then they just kind of, they kind of got some habitat like the east and west coast, you know. They just, they, they made their own lands. You know, they, they formed their own territory. And if you go on their territory, you ain't them, you getting bit. You know? And one thing I do appreciate about nature is just the ability to go out there. And, you know, nothing out there really wants to mess with you. Everything wants, everything only attacks either in fear or the need for food. And, uh, and a lot of people say, like, skinwalkers, those things are, those things are real. No, shut up. Be quiet now. Go out into the woods, touch some grass, walk around. It's fun. You know? I've walked around my house in circles. It's all woods. I've walked around here for ever now. I ain't never seen nothing other than a, I think, a dead turtle. It was, uh, the shell was upside down and, you know, it, you know, it was empty. It wasn't it wasn't this turtle wasn't actually like in there anymore it was it was long decayed and gone so whatever i have seen a snake though it was in the middle of the driveway so i didn't i wouldn't count that as in the woods and then i ain't never seen no snake again but nature's cool you know nature's like it's interesting because a lot of people are afraid of what's in nature and i was like heck you know it ain't really that scary you know, you get bit by a poisonous spider, most of them around here, you know, you just go to the doctor. You get bit by a snake, go to the doctor. You get bit by a bear, you might have a little problem there. And a lot of people are like, well, how are we supposed to fight off bears? Well, for one, bring bear spray. They got mace. They got bear spray. 
bare deterrent anyway. And, uh, you know, bring a gun. That's one thing I'm interested in is, is firearms. It's definitely a, a little bit of an interest in mine. I've got a whole idea when I, whenever I turn 18. I definitely need to get me one for protection, self-protection when I'm going out into the woods. I go out there too much to, to not have one. It's almost more dangerous for me to not have one going out there into the woods all the time. But it's definitely not a fear of mine, you know. I don't go out there with anything. I got my phone and, uh, you know, every now and then I'll bring a knife. But, you know, other than that, it ain't really nothing. But I tell you what, is I've got a nice little creek at the bottom of my property. And uh, it's got some amazing ponds, I guess you can call them, or little watering holes. And there's this one that just gets all these crawdads all the time. So I set up a trap, and, you know, it just catches them all the time. Go down there, let them out, and it's real catch and release kind of thing. It ain't that bad. It's just that, uh, you know, it's it's just kind of cool to see them. And they've gotten super big over the past, like, year or two. So, and I don't know if that's a year yearly process where they, they get big and they freeze in the water or something, something weird like that. I don't know because... I don't know exactly the the habitat and the lifespan of a crawdad, but it's uh, they're pretty cool creatures. Definitely something that uh, I don't really care to eat. I know they're a part of the shrimp family, but it's still, I don't really care to eat them. But there ain't even that many you could possibly try and eat without kind of having an impact on the population because they don't, there's no fish in that, that, that creek. Uh, which it actually breaks out into a river. That river goes to Alatoona, and so it's pretty interesting that the creek on my property goes all the way out to Alatoona, and it's actually groundwater. So it's the water under where I'm standing right now that goes out to Alatoona. It's pretty interesting. It's all a natural process, and the only thing with uh, Alatoona is Alatoona ain't no natural, natural lake, you know, which it was natural, but then they just, you know, they expanded, expand, expand, expand. So at what point is it ship a thesis where they just They've expanded so much where it ain't even really the same thing anymore. I'm thinking that's the end of episode four. It's come to a nice little conclusion, speaking on crawdads and lakes and all sorts of random stuff. Have no clue where we started here, but, you know, this is where we're finishing stuff up at. So hope you, hopefully you've... Wait, this ain't no episode four. This is episode five. I hope I didn't say episode five at the beginning. Or, I hope I didn't say episode four. Oh, no. Alright, well, this is episode five, and hopefully I said episode five at the beginning, and, uh, okay. <laughs>